<laughs> oh, that's a good joke, Jez. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. That's tip of the iceberg, mate. Tip of the iceberg. Um, so, <laughs> oh, can't get over that. <laughs> it keeps going as well. It's multi-layered. It was designed that way. It's the joke that keeps on giving. Um, yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Failed Rockstar Club podcast, the podcast that talks to talks about music, mental health, and fashion. Mental health. I mean, well, you so, so <laughs> eagle-eared listeners will notice that Jess sounds like a robot today, mm-hmm. and that is because um, we've we've had a false separation for the first time in our podcast life history. Yeah. Um. For this week, I'm the Jesse P three thousand, the yeah. Jezzatron three thousand. Yeah, you're the guy from that advert. The one that we have. The one. <clears throat> the... Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, that. Sure. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, why? How come? What's happened? Why are we separated at birth? Well, usually we would be together as always at work, but it's it's a snow day. There's a mother humping snow day. You get them once in a blue moon in this country, and this is one of those days. And so mm. I worked from home today. You worked from home today. Yep. Partly. Yep. Uh, and so we're, yeah, we're on opposite sides of uh, the Colchester divide. It's a long way, isn't it? That's why. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the first time we've ever done this, so it's it's a learning curve for us, um, right? And yeah. we'll see how it goes. None of us, neither of us, particularly like talking in Zoom. No, or technology. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Any aspect of this, really. Or even snow. Yeah, or even each other. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, well, I, I don't like talking on the telephone. I don't like talking on Zoom. I find it uh, alienating, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Always, always hated it. Always the same. Yeah. So we we very rarely do we talk on the phone, do we? We're more of a message kind of couple. Yeah. In yeah, in person or or text. Mm-hmm. But never the phone call. Uh, <laughs> Last resort. Yeah. So before we start, Jez, I want to. Um, ask you um, yep. our traditional question of who we are where we are and how can you find us well as you know you very well know who we are you are Stephen Robert Hurdle BA Honours that's me I am Jeremy Peter Dixon no BA Honours uh, we are in as we've just explained the opposite ends of Colchester I'm very much north side and you are more of a south side um, I... East side? I don't know what. West? West? Cen- West Central. West Central. Okay, the WC. <laughs> I'm, in, the I'm WC. in the WC. Colchester's WC. Yeah. Sure. Either way, both beautiful areas of the world. Yeah. Uh, some say the Provence of uh, yeah. East Anglia. Yeah. Uh, I know I do. Uh, and uh, we are... You can find us at bestdaysvintage.co.uk just go there go there right now while you're listening you can do two things at once mm-hmm. it's the beauty of a podcast you can achieve so much whilst mm-hmm. listening to it yep go to you know you're listening to it now it's probably Wednesday it's just gone out I thought because you were a keen listener just open your laptop or your phone go on bestdaysvintage.co.uk look at the wares there look at the advice look at the positivity that radiates from that website and while we whisper in your ears sweet sweet nothings <laughs> Buy me, buy that, buy that branded sweatshirt with a hole in the armpit. 
That's right. You know that camo jacket with a stain and a bullet hole. Yeah. Ooh, you want that? Mm. Alan Smith. <laughs> Little in joke. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> else in the entire world will get, but I enjoyed it. So That's the main thing. We've obviously it's been snowing today. So do you like the snow yeah. or do you not well, like the snow? Are you snow lover? Well, like like everything, there's pros and cons, isn't there? I love the way it looks. I love the way it disinfects the whole landscape and makes everything look pretty. It makes things that you see every day, like on your way to work or whatever, seem different, which is always good. It's just the cold factor yeah. that bothers me. The, inconven- uh, the inconvenience factor as well, right? The inconvenience right? factor, yeah. It makes everything difficult to do. Uh, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I am like to get involved with snow activities like snowball fights and building snowmen. I don't have the right gloves for the job. i just got woolly, woolly mittens. And so, yeah, after seven or eight minutes, I'm wet of hand and low of morale. So I don't like that aspect of the... Of the snow, but I do. I, I think it looks amazing. The snow today, like in the woods, I went to high, high woods just around the corner from my house in the morning, and just it looked like foam. It looked like it was covered in bubbles, like there'd been a giant foam party in the woods. It was magical. Do you, um, do you, have you managed to go out and uh, enjoy? Yeah, a little bit. We went out yesterday with the dog, um, but we had to we had to scrape all the cars off this morning, and it was quite thick, and it's broken my. What's it called? Windscreen wiper. Oh dear. Um, yeah, so now my windscreen wipers only seem to work at power, power speed, or mm-hmm. not at all. And there's nothing in between. So when I was going to work today, I was like, as soon as I've got a little bit, like, whatever, water on the screen, you have to turn it on to absolute full blast, and then 15 mm-hmm. seconds later you'll go, wow, wow, wow. And that's it. So I don't know whether or not it's because, I don't know what's happened, but yeah. That's the snow's fault, so yeah. Yeah, well that sounds dangerous. But it does if it's going to be raining or anything, yeah, it's yeah. Not, not ideal, is it? No. So I don't know if it's because the snow's like, well, oh, it's boring this. <laughs> <laughs> Top functional chat here. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, like the way, I don't like the way the snow looks, Jez, when it looks like what? shit. Oh, the slush, the yeah. slushy stuff, yeah. yeah. On the road. It looks like turds. Yeah, well, that, obviously that's rubbish, but you just want to get yourself into the country. As soon as you get around trees yeah. and, like, open fields, then it's, like, it's a wonderland. It's a winter yeah. wonderland. Um, talking of... sounds a little bit like Stowe. If you could be a friends with any member of the Stone Roses... What member of the Stone Roses would you be friends with and why? Mm, mm. Now, this is about... I, I like... Never truly fallen from hard, like some people were obsessed with. So mm. I don't... I, you know, I know all the names of the members, but I don't really particularly know much about the personalities. I've seen uh, Manny a lot on TV and, like, interviewed. It wouldn't be him. OK. <laughs> He's just... He's too Mancunian for my personal taste. <laughs> a bit too black, cheeky little scully kind of guy. So okay. not, I, I think it might be Rennie. Okay. Well, he does. He Rennie did does wear a baggy hat, like um, like a, like a like a proper geezer. 
Well, they were known when I was growing up. They were known as Rennie hats. They, they oh. were like he—he he was the yeah. Know, we called him Baggy Hats after Rennie. <laughs> yeah, he was Mister Baggy. Yeah. But, yeah, we called him Rennie hats. And he—it's not very many bands where the drummer is kind of the one that you're watching. Yeah. If you if you watch like early footage of the Stone Roses, it's like whoa, look at him go. Yeah. And he's doing backing vocals as well. Yeah. You know, I like a backing vocalist. Yeah. I don't really like singing drummers as a rule, but I would. I, I think I'd go for Rennie. Plus, he left. He left first. Didn't and he? he was also he seems to be the one that didn't wasn't like the kind of like superstar one, was he? He's like he had a job. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's actually hard to you? think of bands where you know all the members. So this this little feature is probably will um, dry out <laughs> at some point. <laughs> We've got three left. Yeah, um, but yeah, I always think about it. I think actually, I think I would have chosen Manny. Really? Really? Yeah, because um, I remember, I think it was Raph. He received a phone call one day, like late at night, and they were in the Marathon Bar in Camden, and one yeah. of his friends, Mar- Manny, was in there getting his chips, and he yeah. phoned up, and he, I think it was Raph, and he phoned Raph up and went, "All right, it's Manny. Oh, I heard you play the bass guitar. Well, right, yeah." And like a geezer, I spoke to Raph on the phone. Why, why was he calling them up asking them? He wasn't. I think that his friend, one of Raph's mates, was like in the marathon bar and said, "Oh, can you call my? Uh, I'm just going to call my friend Raph. Can yeah. you speak to him?" Yeah. Okay. And I oh, thought, that's oh, nice. fair play to him. And I'm pretty sure it was Raph. Might not be. So if you are listening, Raph, probably not. Um, yeah. If you could clarify that story. And did he just say, "All right, Raph, how did you play the bass?" Yeah. <laughs> he must have said something else. He must have said some other stuff. I can't remember the details. Oh, Obviously. Yeah, what insights you got from... Uh, yeah. Like all of my stories, Jez, I don't know the details. It's just a... It's like a... Yeah. 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 General... A vague, general... A vague outline. Yeah. Sure. Which bodes well for our interview this, this mm. week. Mm. So we're... We're about to be joined by this week's guests, who yeah. are two members of the Lamplight Club. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine you've done your research, thorough research, so you'll know every phone call that they've had with Manny. And I'll be works, honest. Far is not really in my um, in my wheelhouse. Okay. I've done some I've done some broad brushstrokes, um, and they're going to be here soon. Um, so you, do you want to do JDs RD R, JDs RBs? KPs. Well, we've got six six minutes before they join, yeah. so let's first let me tell you about the, uh, the feature in case you're a first time listener. Mm-hmm. Every week, I give you two cryptic clues that lead you to the name of an artist or a band. I give you the initials and a cryptic clue. So last week's uh, were number one, TV. That's the initials. Oxford, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, BioNTech. Tech Moderna, which of course was the vaccines. Lovely stuff. Yep. I got okay, number I, two. Slightly, you got that one, didn't I, you? Of course, I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. He didn't get this one though. No. Listeners, number two. BT. That woman on the roof seems happy. That was of course Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Which is very clever, Jez, I've got to say. Very clever. Uh, well, thanks very much. Uh, and it was somebody called Frank. Frank. They didn't leave 
didn't leave a second name. Frank Frank? No, it's just Frank. Okay. Maybe, yeah, just an honest... Just an honest guy. To, maybe, I was thinking maybe we could also we could also give away a piece of FRC merchandise, which you can you yeah, can maybe we should, yeah. you can get that on bestdaysvintage.co.uk, Frank. So you can either you can get a twenty five pound voucher or you can get a free sweatshirt FRC sweatshirt or hoodie. Yeah, I might start putting these out on our Instagram page as well, but like after like a day after the podcast has come out, so. Yeah. Build up if some, build up some hype. Exactly. If you listen to the podcast early, gives you an advantage because I'm giving it to the first, first, first correct answers I get each week. Okay. But then, if nobody's got it by the Thursday, say, then yeah. I put it on the Instagram and yeah. give the rest of the world a chance. Pick the morons who aren't listening to the podcast. Give them a chance. <laughs> yeah. And because you're right. So this week's, this week's. You want this week's now? Oh yeah. Okay. So here we go. More JDs, KPs, RPs. Number one, the initials are T-S, and it's simply three words, back, brush, breast. Oh, I've got it. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) number two, there's a man whose job it is simply to rotate one of the members of S Club 7. Okay. What's the clue? What's the initials? And the initials are T-T. There's a man whose job it is simply to rotate one of the members of S Club 7. Oh, there you go. So okay. that, re- that requires a bit of knowledge about S Club 7. Yeah. But you should get it from the initials. Okay, so there you go. That's, week's, that's this week's JD's, KP's, RB's. Jess Dixon's, Carl Pilkinson's, <laughs> Rockbusters. Very nice. And later on, you've got uh, another uh, other feature. Ooh, those lyrics sound weird when you just read them out. Yeah, I'm looking forward this to week, that. And, oh, actually, this week when I do that, I'm not going to tell you the name of the song or who sings it. I'm going to see if you can get it from the just the lyrics. Okay. Okay. Just as an extra twist. Okay. Just for you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, um, have you heard any new music or anything going on that you want to talk about? Or anything you've like cropped up in your wheelhouse, the Jeremy Dixon wheelhouse, or any TV shows? Well, yes, but I haven't heard much new music recently. But I haven't really been sticking out of late. But yes, TV-wise, just finished. Well, a TV, TV show and a film. Just finished the show The Serpent that was on BBC yep. One recently, which I thought was, you know, I'm giving it a nine out of ten. It was, it was set in the seventies, like this really kind of uh, manipulative, charming, kilo kind of sort of robs and murders backpackers and like poisons them and then steals their ident- like their passports and their identity and then disappears and kind of it was just really I found it really affecting. You know, I was still thinking about it when I went to bed. It was sort of making me feel sick, but that's when I know something's really good if it affects me in that in that way. But comes at a price so yeah check that out a really good soundtrack as well a really good 70s soundtrack and then uh, over the weekend I watched that film The Dig you seen that? no it's Ray Fiennes and Kerry Mulligan it's about the 
uh, archaeological find at Sutton, you know Sutton Hoo, which is round these parts. Okay. No. It's uh, what's it near? Well, Ipswich gets a mention in the film. Okay. So it was quite. It's quite nice to watch a film that was you know located around our part of the world, and they thought, yeah, it's this ritually is set just before World War Two starts, and this lady's got these mounds in a on her land. This rich lady. And she hires this excavator guy, quite a sort of country bumpkin type guy, to sort of dig them. He's like a keen, well, excavator, he calls himself. And they find this, like, amazing Anglo-Saxon boat full of treasure just on the land. And it's kind of, it's more about the relationships between the people. But oh, okay. It was really beautiful. But, yeah, highly recommended. Good. I'm trying to think... What about you? You're not still watching 24, are you? <laughs> No, I told you I gave up. I gave up with twenty four. Um, oh yeah, okay, thank God. No, uh, we've been watching loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of um, what's it called? The thing about um, choosing the houses in the sun, holidays in the sun, or whatever it's called. Oh okay. Um, fucking, hell, I can't remember what it's called now. So much I watch it, but escape to the sun. One of them sort escape of winter to... sun things, yeah. And it's all all these different presenters. There's like. Um, Danny something or other. There's like quite a lot of hot girls and a couple of lads on it as well. Uh, sure. Yeah. And they, yeah. Everyone knows it. You know, you pick five houses, they go around and look at it. But it's like, it's become our screensaver because we are, um, I'm trying not to watch the news because it's depressing. So we kind of ended up watching that instead. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I, I haven't watched the news for a place while. In the, place in the sun. Place in the sun. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, have you, are you literally not watching the news at all? Or you you got getting off Twitter? What are you? I'm trying not to watch it because I'm trying to kind of change. I make a, a change in my life policy to manage mental health, I guess, because it was just getting me down too much. And with all the yeah. coronavirus, once you know, when we all got the virus and Slack got it, it kind of made me feel really low and really down. So I thought, you know what, I'm yeah, I'm just gonna give that one a bit of a wide berth for the time being anyway it's just it was just yeah. a bit too much understandable yeah so how, well are you, you going to wait until life is kind of back to normal before you or are you, you going to just I'm thinking I'm thinking about seems. trying to avoid it altogether um yeah I don't know I just feel like um, it's probably quite wise. I don't know. I don't want to feel like I'm not... Actually, I wonder whether or not you should watch, like, read international news instead, rather than stuff that's, like, manipulative of the UK, mm. kind of watch up from an outside view looking in, whether or not that would be an interesting kind of way to consume the news instead, like world news and stuff like that. Well, I've seen, it, I see on Twitter that a lot of people, there seems to be a sort of anti-news agenda, yeah. or just the way they British news outlets are presenting news. People, I keep seeing people are getting their news from Al Jazeera. Oh wow! Right, so they're getting British news, but from a or world news, but from not a British perspective, basically. Mm. And they, 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 I've seen. They think they're getting a much more neutral tone. But of course, everybody brings their bias yeah. to the news they watch, don't they? And they. Which you know, they people from the left think it's too right wing, and people from the right think it's too left wing. You know, 
chances are it's somewhere in the middle. We've got one member of the band so far, like in the waiting room. Shall we? What do you think we should do, Jez? Should we wait for both the members, or should we just get cracking with Baz? I think get cracking, and then we can, we can get his. It yeah. might be nice for him to get some of the limelight, and yeah. then bring Toby in when yeah when he's ready. If he yeah. Okay, admitting he might he might he might contradict Baz, and then <laughs> it'll be funny to see them <laughs> squirm. <laughs> Alright folks, how we doing? Hey! Hey buddy! All good? Yeah. We've been we've been we've been chatting on a podcast for the last fifteen minutes anyway, so we're we're well and truly deep into the podcast right now, mate, so you're officially live. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we're well into the meat of the podcast now. Yeah. You've you've missed on you've missed some podcast gold. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, for the last five minutes or so, we've been filling. Yeah, yeah we've been fluffing. <laughs> How you going? Um, we're, we're not sure when Toby's going to join, um, so we thought we'd just get you on, mate, for a bit. Um, base, base player perspective, right? Oh, oh, you don't want that, do you? Well, yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're the unsung hero. This is your t- chance to shine. I better get him on quick, just in case I just just I don't say anything untoward or anything inflammatory that could come back and bite me. Yeah, well, I was hoping you'd contradict Toby, and then he'd come on and say something completely different to what you said. Well, I'm the brains. Well, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, Jess, so um, to give the um, the good listeners of the Fab Rockstar Club podcast a kind of visual idea, can you describe where Baz is? In his room, what's what's happening in his in his screen, his Zoom screen? Well, I can't see it because you're talking. I've only got you on my screen. Can okay. you can you see Baz? Yep, I can see all. Okay, of well then you you describe. Oh, now I can see him. Yeah. Well, he's surrounded by house plants, which is lovely. Yeah, you've got he's got one of those lovely macrame hanging baskets. Two of them actually, which my wife really wants some of them, but we haven't got round to ordering them. Surrounded by greenery, and you look gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Think that sums it up, right? This is lovely. I could stay. On, yeah. I could stay on call with you guys all day. Yeah. This is just. This is what we do. We get on guests and just flirt with them, essentially. <laughs> That's our interview technique. And we've had. We've now also been joined by Toby, the the Hello. the singer, the main dude. There he is. Hello, mate. Yeah. Hey, mate. How you doing? It's nice yeah. to see your faces. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, Toby has got some lovely 70s green curtains behind him and he's flanked by a couple of guitars. Yeah, nice. The daddy guitar or bass on his left and the mummy guitar or the bass, normal yeah. guitar on the right. <laughs> mummy guitar and baby guitar. I've got a little keyboard. This is kind of my studio setup at the moment. I've got kind of a keyboard there and oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. So... It's kind of it's kind of my office space come uh, non office space. So whenever I get really bored of meetings, I can shout. How often are you in there writing during lockdown, especially? Uh, I try and do it. Um, well, I kind of I kind of pick away at it when I've got um, you know when I when I can't face meetings anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll noodle away at something, and then sometimes I just um, I spend an evening, a couple of evenings maybe. A couple of evenings a week, maybe. And 
That's a good kind of opinion that if you, you have to work it, don't wait for inspiration. You have to work at inspiration. <laughs> so I've got a, perspiration. I've got a couple yeah. of questions, lads. Um, so the good people of um, Russia, Russia. We're big, Russia. Yeah, we're big in Russia. Um, <laughs> the good people of Russia can get to know you guys a little bit better. So I've is this game is called This or That. Alright? So just to start the ball rolling, I'm gonna read out two things and I want you, um, Baz and Toby, to tell me which one you would pick, alright? So Sun or Snow? Sun. Sun. At the bar or at a table? At a bar. With Baz, probably. Home cooked or takeaway? Home cooked. Home cooked. Baz, we should get married. We're so (laughs) similar. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe this one will help. Girls or boys? For what? (laughs) (laughs) I think in terms of that question, however you like. Yeah. Toby, what did you say? I'll go for girls. Okay. Ant or deck? They're the same. <laughs> They're the same person. Who's got the smaller forehead? Uh, deck. <laughs> deck. Deck. Deck then. Yeah. Okay. I'll go for yeah. Ant. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's just mix it up. Yeah. EastEnders or Corrie? Well, Sorry, Steve. I missed that. Sorry. EastEnders or Corrie? got to be Coronation Street for me. If I had to choose, it would be Coronation Street. Can I go for Star Trek? Yep. Or Star Trek. (laughs) Okay, and lastly, Saturday or Sunday? Oh. Saturday. If you you were 15, it would have been Saturday the next time, but these days... Yeah. (laughs) These days, every day's a Monday. (laughs) 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 Woo! Oh. Oh, the joys are getting older. All right, so um, uh, this episode we're going to call the Lamplight Club episode because... Lamplight lamp Club? Lamplight? What did you say? <laughs> Lamplight. Yeah, thank God. Don't scare me. Okay. <laughs> Christ almighty, Jesus. I thought maybe I'd written it down. Yeah, the Lamplight Club's uh, episode. So um, how did you guys form? Do you want to take that one, Baz? So, yeah, um, we, maybe about three or four years ago, um, started off with uh, as a little project between um, Toby and a chap called Sarge, who is no longer with the band. I kind of came in as a, as a bass player, and um, we just started um, jamming around with kind of the idea of a cinematic um, kind of uh, experience, kind of, uh, from there. Um, we had a number of other people join us. Um, so, um, Big Jim, um, Ellie, and uh, Abby on keys. And all of a sudden, we went from um, three people to six people. And then, uh, over the course of the last few years, we've had um, a few changes in personnel. So, yeah, me and Toby have been playing music for a long time. 20 odd years. Yeah. <laughs> So we're, we're still looking, we're, we're looking to expand the uh, expand the orchestra, guys. So if if you know if any of you are any good on the trombone, 
Steve, I know you're really good on the blue vein piccolo, so we, you're, you're welcome to come and join. On the what? <laughs> <laughs> the purple-headed custard chucker. That's good. <laughs> um, so is, is it a band or collective or is how does it work? Is is it just what what's going on? It's a band. We're, we're, um, we we all write songs together. Um, we te- I tend to kind of flesh out the bare bones and then say, "Hey guys, is this any good?" They'll either say, "Nah, nah, keep that for your solo stuff," and I go, "All right, thanks." <laughs> or um, or they or they say, "Yeah, that's worth it. We'll we'll use that." <laughs> um, and then then it, it generally changes into something sort of fairly pretty different to how I imagined it sometimes it sometimes it's just like a shared vision and, and, and everybody kind of gets it that's that happens more often than not now because we've kind of we've done the the chucking about of different genres and themes and things and and now we 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 kind of all tend to be sort of fairly tunnel visioned with with the approach to it really I suppose well I've written down some adjectives that I think describe your band. You could tell me if you disagree, and then if you could tell me if this is kind of a, an intentional thing. So I've got dark, gothic, otherworldly, and rural. I wrote down rural. Rural? Yeah. yeah. Rural. I, I, I sing a lot about leaves and water, so yes, very yes, rural. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I'm scared of badgers. <laughs> As you should be, they, they carry TV. Is that is that intentional? And if the songs sort of don't have that feel, are they kind of do you sort of put them aside for other projects? Pretty much, yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, Baz, but I reckon they all sound that that's their adjectives, which definitely des- how I describe them. Um, yeah, pretty much. If um, if I bring a song to the table, or, or Ellie or Jim brings a song to the table um, that doesn't kind of meet those criteria we go okay probably not for this for, for, for this and then they'll do what i do which is go oh stick it in my back pocket and use it as a solo song <laughs> sure. because you're obviously <laughs> you go Jeff. okay um, you're all you're you're all like musicians in your own right as well like solo artists and yeah. so do you have like a competition for like songs or do you how does it do you just know then that this song is right or do you have do you ever fall out over it Really, um, I, I think I think because there's because we've each got other projects on the go. So I've had to put my glasses and can't see your beautiful faces. Um, because we've all got other projects on the go, it's not a ball ache if people don't like the track that you put forward. Um, and generally, we tend nowadays, Baz, we don't we don't tend to put forward songs that we don't think are going to meet the grade. I suppose, do we? Yeah. It's like we've gone through. We kind of we kind of go through the selective process ourselves, and we know what's going to fly. We know what's going to kind of uh, we know what's going to fly quickly, and you know there'll be something in there for for everybody that kind of just works for us, and it will mean that a song comes together quite quickly as well. Um, so you know, I think you know, one of the things as a band, it's like we're not too precious about that kind of about that kind of thing. Um, it's all about it's all about the song, you know, spending time together and just working in the best interest of the band, really. So we've got that we've got those got some really good relationships in in that way. So 
That's good. So in in that regard, like, was this kind of a, did you sort of sit down and have a a meeting about like this this is how I want the band, this is how we want the band to sound, and this is the road we should go down, or did it evolve? Kind of did the songs gradually lead you that way? How how did it kind of come about? It kind of was a meeting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Um, um, it, it was. It was the inception of the band was kind of the first off was between me and Sarge the old drummer, um, I kind of asked Sarge if he wanted to work on a project that I had an idea for. Um, and we, we then very quickly got Baz in. Um, and it kind of just went from there, didn't it, mate? It was just yeah. sort of, right, this, the, these are the songs, that we're, these are the kind of songs we want to write. This is, this is the, the kind of genre area that we're really interested in, 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 in exploring. And it's kind of, it, it, I quite like writing to a almost not writing to a brief, but writing to a specific mm-hmm. area because it's um it's almost um, well it gives you focus, doesn't it? In a way, it, it limits you, but in in the pro is that you yeah that it it focuses you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, you you know, you kind of I mean, you guys know, don't you? You you've been doing it as long as us. It's it's kind of a, a long a great big a great big canvas to try and to try and paint on and if you haven't got a clue what you're painting you're buggered. <laughs> the other thing as well is like having six people in the band. Um, you kind of need you need that focus as well because like you know stylistically um, influences can vary. So we went through I think we went on a bit of a journey before we got to where we are today. In terms of just like I think we've got an idea of what we sound like, and we know what we like, and we know what we're we know what we're going to bring to the table, and hopefully that comes across in the tracks that we've been releasing recently. It certainly does. Were there were there any influences that other members of the brand the band were bringing that you had to say sort of no, that's not, or were you kind of all on the same page? And um, we've had some we've had some teething troubles, haven't we? So we've had we've. We quite often get sort of chunks of indie coming in, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes songs go a little bit too too far in the Radiohead direction. Um, <laughs> I quite often bring in stuff which is a little bit too um, too much about badgers and trees and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. We've played around with drum and bass sure. so sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've we, we've tried. I hit. A hip hop um, side project. Yeah, you're gonna have a hip hop phase. <laughs> do you? If you don't, yeah. you won't know. I, I just don't know, do you? Yeah. I think what the world needs more is white middle class rappers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get quite a cinematic kind of feeling from it as well. Like you kind of created a kind of world, like especially with the music videos as well. Like a real Nick Cave kind of dark cinematic world. And the videos kind of go with that, and even the fashion as well, and the clothes that you wear for that. I wouldn't say costumes, but the style that the band kind of comes across as. Hello, my name is Bernard, 2001. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him.
Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. Yeah, I think um, I think the the. the, the st- a lot of that is rooted, um, certainly the style, I think, was probably rooted initially in realising that we weren't young whippersnappers anymore. Um, you know, that nobody really wants to to see 30-pluses um, dressed in spray-on jeans with, um, with clothes that they wore in the 90s, again. Um, so, <laughs> so we kind of... Um, I want to see that. We want to see that. I'll spray some on for you, mate. <laughs> business if we see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, um, and I, I suppose to a certain extent, like, there, there's an element of ceremony around, or we, we would like there to be an, an element of ceremony around our gigs because it's kind of dark and moody and cinematic. We, we want the audience to take us seriously, so we dress like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you led on like when you were saying it, but like, like none of us are young young men anymore. Like, do you? Like, so, like, a girl asked us, like Mel asked us a couple of weeks ago, Tim Jez and I. Like, do you think there's a place for older bands to be able to make it in the music industry from scratch? Go on, Basil, take that one. I've been gobbing off too much. Uh, absolutely, I think like um, it's all on whether you're creating music that people like. There's always going to be an audience for your music. So, age is kind of irrelevant it's like um, if you think um, I think it was Elbow that didn't make it till they were in their mid-30s you know they were just on the scene in uh, Manchester and just made it that way Um, you've got you've got young bands you've got older bands I just think you know if it appeals to somebody and you're making music that you like creating um, and other people like enjoying listening to it then you know I think it's it's also less about making it you know it's for us we've been doing it for so long it's just there's a lot of enjoyment that comes from the process. So that's one of the questions I'd written down. Like being being older, do you find it that you enjoy it more now rather than when you know? Oh, yeah. we, let's face it, we're all teenager, early twenties, thinking this. Oh yeah, I'm going to make a career out of music, and yeah. this is going to be this is my dream. Do you feel like less pressure and actually find yourself enjoying it more than you did? Hundred percent. I mean, you know, we, we we were we followed followed you on your coattails around the toilet circuit in London back in the day, um, yeah. and like, um, yeah, it, it's it's a lot more enjoyable. It, it's done purely for the love of creating music and yeah. purely for the love of creating interesting artistic stuff. And in honesty, I mean, personally, as as as, as kind of as the songwriter, main songwriter. I, I couldn't have done this back in my 20s because I wasn't as good a songwriter. Yeah. I, I couldn't write the songs that I'm writing now. That's one of the questions I had. Do you think... I've lived now. That's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Not well, but, you know, I've lived. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered this with, like, you, Jez, as well. Like, 
as songwriters like you and Toby are kind of like you've been through like a similar kind of journey we're like because obviously we used to play together when we were in our 20s didn't we quite a lot and as bands and do you think you've do you think you're getting better as a songwriter than you were yeah when you were in your 20s and you as well Jazz I guess I find well I haven't sat down to write a serious song in in so long and now I just write 30 second jingles and try and make people laugh I guess so my, I suppose my my songwriting style has changed but I think if I did if I did sit down and write a, a proper song in inverted commas I think yes I'd be better because I know I, more because I know what I don't like I know what I can, I've learned from mistakes of the past I suppose how, how do you feel, Toby? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely a better songwriter than I used to be. I'm, I'm better with words than I used to be. Um, mm. I don't have... There's no... There, there is a certain pomposity about the music we write, but there's no pretension to it. Um, it's written because I like that kind of music and I like that, that exploration of sort of the poetic side of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not done because, you know, I want to write the big, you know, the next John Lewis theme tune. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's just purely done for the love of, um, of that kind of genre of music. Authenticity, see? The golden ticket. <laughs> and when the, si- the single, to- um, Baz and Toby, went, how long has it been out for now? Shake. Oh, it's not, it's not out yet. It's right? not out. It's out on uh, AB Records, uh, so you can find it on Bandcamp, but it's actually being released across all platforms on Friday. Oh. Which also happens to be a palindrome date. Oh. 12.02.2021. Okay. There we go. That's a good omen, right? I'll take it where I can get it from. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what that word meant, so I just nodded along then. <laughs> it's it's a knight. Oh, it's a, it's a knight from the uh, from the medieval times. And the the, the video um, I've watched a few times now. Um, how did you come up with the concept, or what? How did you how did you get even get started with it? How, who came up with the vision? Yeah, and when when did you film? Was, hasn't it been recorded like a long time? It was was it meant to come out earlier? Um, we held on to it. Yeah, the, the whole the whole of this kind of um, well, shake is shake is a uh, it's a session we did. When was it, Buzz? Was it around Christmas? It was a year ago. It was a year yeah. ago with um, Adam Bowers at the Boathouse Studio. We actually came up with we we did the re- the, the music recording. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it is almost a year ago, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, so I, I came up with a video. We did it. Um, we did it between the, um, you know, with the, the, the end of the last um, first lockdown when it as it opened up, um, and then yeah, it was it was it was my kind of inception. I I, I, I had the original idea, and then we just kind of grew it out from there. The the idea behind it was we've been we've not been allowed to mix for so long. And then they brought out the the um, MU and the cultural secretaries said that you're allowed to do um, videos and um, 
and music stuff to 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 forward forward a musical career and that kind of stuff. So we were all we, we were all legal and, and above board, sort of. I think. Um, so yeah, we just kind of put our heads together and spoke to our friend Tom, who um, who said he'd video it for us. Um, and uh, then we kind of the, the 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 idea behind it was because we're not allowed to, you know, you weren't. Everybody, nobody was allowed to actually mix indoors. We thought, okay, well, we'll get around this by having <laughs> having it outdoors. So yeah. we'll bring indoors outdoors. And then we were kind of thinking, well, everybody's been so frustrated with each other, so we we then trashed it, trashed it all. <laughs> and all of those, um, all of the uh, furniture in there was donated from from friends and people off Facebook and. Yeah, it was all there. Uh, and then we then we took it to the dump afterwards. They said we basically said, "Has anybody got anything needs dumping? Yeah, <laughs> well, can we have it? And then we'll dump it for you." <laughs> Probably get environmental um, environmental health on our on our tails now. <laughs> uh, they won't listen to this. Don't worry. <laughs> See, because the Rus- Russian environmental health. Yeah, because I that first almost that first scene from the video when you're sitting on the sofa, Toby, with the kind of hat on got like quite heavy eye like eye makeup on and that image is like i think it's really iconic and it was the first it was the first time in of course that i've kind of seen something that i felt like a kind of like that like the, the the band had been fought through with the image the kind of look the cinema like i said the cinema cinema Cinematography. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was going (laughs) symmetry. But yeah, but everything it kind of like created like a world around this band, and you know, a little wicked. And because obviously I know you, it was weird seeing you in this video, kind of like all lit and like you look, you look wicked in that video. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, it looks so cool. Get a room. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so is fashion important to the band? Then is that like? How did that come about? Like how you, what you wear and how you present yourself. To the band. Yeah. Um, like the style of the band. Yeah. Did you talk about it? Yeah, we do. Um, pretty much every time we've got we've got a gig or we, you know we or, or we're doing something visual like that, we will. We, um, one of the conversations is always about what what we're going to be wearing, what we're going to look like, and, and ge- generally we don't. We don't say right. You're wearing this. You're wearing that. That that doesn't happen. We go right. You're wearing lampy attire. Okay. And everybody goes, oh, okay. Yeah. You know. So it's um it's more of a case that everybody everybody does their own thing within within the kind of <sighs> macabre cinematic yeah. sort of you know Tarantino esque vibe that we want to head towards. Yeah, the only time that hasn't worked out for us was um, at a festival where it was so hot, so ridiculously hot, um, that actually just that kind of attire was just not done. (laughs) You can't wear tweed on a hot day. No. No. There was another time that it didn't work out too well for us, Baz. It was when we were on that... um, we were on one of those kind of big, big truck things, and it had a had a nice wind tunnel going through. And yeah, Abby, our keyboard player at the time, was wearing a, a very lovely um, floaty skirt, and unfortunately, that meant the backstage got um, a lot oh. more light on view than they were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> lovely stuff. 
Yeah. I know they were glad they, they they should be should have been glad that it wasn't either me or Baz that was wearing yeah. this shirt. <laughs> yeah. um, so I want to ask you guys. Um, we do a regular we um, a weekly feature with our with our guests called Band for Life. Jess, to start the ball rolling, can you explain to anyone that might be listening to the first time what this means? Of course. So the concept, it works better if it's written down, band slash band for life, they're spelled differently. So we pick, well each guest picks an artist that they can listen to forever, just one artist, artist or a band, and then an artist or a band that they would erase from existence, not their, you know... The person, just their music, so you wouldn't be murdering anyone or you know making a family bereft. You're just erasing their music, so no one has ever heard it. Um, that is the concept. So yeah, so basically, Baz, if you can read us out two bands that are artists, and then we'll just not have a guess and see if we can figure it out. Sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes it's actually quite hard. <laughs> this, this, um, this is likely to be obvious. Radiohead. Okay. And simply red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope. I hope to God this is uh, <laughs> this is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Mick Hucknall as much as the next man. I was the next man. Yeah, Steve was the next man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think we could all live without simply red's music, couldn't we? Yeah. I think you I, notice. I feel like Fairground um, would. would <laughs> I'd miss. That, I'd you? miss that one. Yeah. <laughs> With that kind of oh, quasi drum and bass track in the background. That's a decent tune. Yeah. Okay, so I just. I, I don't know how. I don't know how I know so many lyrics. Like to his simply red tracks. I don't know how I do. I don't know. I don't own any of the. I don't know. Don't know any of the albums. I don't know what it is. I seem to just. I think, I think the lady protests too much here. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it about them you don't like, Baz? You hate gingers because that's just. No, me. no, 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 nothing like that. No, it's okay, just good. Oh, no, it just does. It does absolutely nothing for me. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay, and then on the flip side of things, why? Why would you pick Radiohead to listen to for the rest of your life? It's just a band that really sad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a band that I. It's a band that I grew up with, um, you know, like, and I just I think that's one of the other reasons why the cinematic things become quite key for me personally. It's like if you look at some of the videos that they've created, like uh, back in the nineties, they were kind of groundbreaking, and as just uh, a band and a bunch of artists they've just they just seem to do the right thing it's like, I don't know if yeah I don't know if you saw uh, back in 2019 it's like their back catalogue was held to ransom and they went yeah 
So they're just going to release it. We're going to release it. Yeah. And then yeah. all the donations went out to Extinction Rebellion. And it's like, well, you know, you can't hold that band to ransom. Uh, yeah. They just do the right thing. And the music they produce is just, you know, it's so varied. Um, you know, there's enough, there's enough there in the back catalogue to listen to on a desert island. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of people, you know, people who, people who aren't big Radiohead fans always describe them as depressing, but I genuinely find, find it really uplifting and yeah. transportative. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends what you want from music, doesn't it? With Radiohead, it's, that, it's whether it's whether you if, it's whether you want to go on a journey with music, or if you just want to be taken to that sort of happy, jumpy about place. Yeah, and I think but they've, they've even got some of that if, you, if that's what you want. Yeah. yeah. And Toby, give us the two bands. Uh, Nick Cave and Travis. Yeah, I mean, it seems... Is this a trap? It yeah. seems obvious. <laughs> yeah. what, what have you got against Travis? If that is the... I'm assuming that's the right way around. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> oh, no, please do. So well, you thank you for about Travis. They're I mean, the, the Hoxton Finn, yeah. what was that about? That little... Oh, it's, it's music to wet your bed to. And what's not what's even worse with Travis is, I quite quite often is it Razorlight seem to get blamed for killing indie and killing um, killing the whole Britpop thing. I don't think it was. I think it was Travis. I think as soon as they bought out, why does it always rain on me? It's because you write shit songs. It's because um, we just got lots of lots of bands to wet your bed to. After that, mm-hmm. if Travis were wouldn't have got Coldplay. You wouldn't have got Embrace, who sound, always sounded like I hate Embrace. There's another one who sounds like a cow. He's off on one fights. He's off. He's off. Yeah, he's, now, he's now off as that, he was. You know? <laughs> no, I don't, actually, I don't mind Embrace, but I just better because he listens to this podcast, so. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, he, uh, he doesn't mean that. He, doesn't, he meant uh, someone else. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's how a lot of people feel. Embrace did slip out. It, I meant mostly, mostly the like of Coldplay. I don't mind Embrace. They've written, they've written some stormers. Um, but yeah, God of Christ. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what were they thinking? But do you not think the first album is actually quite good? The first Travis album, it's got a bit of oomph to it and it's a bit... The one, yeah, the pre, the man who. Yeah, you sixteen girls. Uh, no, I, I've got, I've got a, a, an emotional attachment to that song okay. because our, our good friend Jim's girlfriend at the time absolutely loved the band and loved that, loved that album, and I hated it even okay. then. Okay, oh. okay, and <laughs> and why do you love? It's a game of opinions. It is. It's a game of yeah. opinions. Yeah. How about but Nick Cave? They, they appear to be. Delightful people. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were famously we were used to describe ourselves as a bedwetting brand, <laughs> like a kind of brand. <laughs> badge of honour. Yeah. We used to say we, we were basically a... described. Yeah. All the bands you hate were what we aspired to. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> but for a two-year period, anyway. Well, well, those those bands that I hate are the bands that are, have made millions of pounds, and yeah, I guess that's why have have their uh, have their have their condos in uh, okay. 
And then Toby, in less than one minute, can you <laughs> could tell us why you love tell us why you love Nick Cave? It's like your it's like your wedding speech all over again, isn't it? Yeah. Nick Cave. Yeah, he sounds like a, to me. He sounds like God, and also he never seems to age like Keanu Reeves. So and continues to work. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I'm stuck with somebody who is. Well, I'm going to have to listen to all the time. He's going to he's going to live forever and carry on writing. So I'm 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 sorted. It's a fine choice. Yeah, you uh, did that quick, right? Yeah, it is. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've all seen the same message come up on your screens as as on mine. Um, so we're probably going to be leaving the advert break for an ad, an advert break any any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Oh yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Sorry, about the McNamara brothers. I'm, I apologise. We've got a meeting. Well, let's just uh, reaffirm the single is out on Friday, but you can watch the video now. It's called Shake. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Let's spend the last minute just hammering that. Where can people find you on uh, the social medias and all that? Um, so we're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, just search for the Lamplight Club. Um, the new videos out on uh, Facebook. You can find it on YouTube, um, and it'll be released Spotify and all the normal, uh, usual streaming platforms on Friday. Um, come find us. Give the give the track a like. Give the band a like, um, and we'd love to hear from you um, going forward. Yeah. And we'll promote it on this podcast as well as much as we can, and on the Instagram as well. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm so sorry. And yeah, you've been. And I'm so sorry about my shoddy equipment that we're going to have to. It's going to kick us off any moment, and then I'm going to be left on my own to talk to the microphone without chairs. Thank you guys for coming onto the podcast and giving your time to us and spending time talking to us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, Um, like I said, hopefully when things we can get back to seeing each other, we can actually maybe go for a drink and we can do another little podcast. Like a catch up, see how things are going. Um, we could talk about your your solo stuff as well, you guys, as well. Yeah, man, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be amazing. One day in the future, we'll have to get you to play in the shop as soon as is humanly possible. You might have to build an annex. There's lo- lots of us. Yeah, that's actually going to be one of my questions before you go. Um, do you do you guys struggle with um, site, like stages because of the amount of people there are on stage? Well, we've played in the brew house. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Okay. So if we can play in the brew house, I think we can, yeah, if we can manage the brew house, like, we can work it. Um, and Probably the fact good that, manage for Hope and Anchor. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's closed now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, it all depends on, like, if, it, if it's full-on live experience, but, like, if it's kind of, we can, we can, we can strip it back down to something a little bit more acoustic-y as well. So it all depends on, like, form and function of the gig, really. We're, we're pretty, um... We're pretty versatile in that way. Yeah, because there's so many of you, I always wonder if it be. Would it? it, Do you ever suffer from wall of sound syndrome, where it's like kind of like a noisy, like, or do you need space to be breathe for the the parts to come and go, or is it actually manageable? We don't. It can be a struggle sometimes. Um, It's it's a struggle in in venues that don't know their onions, Um, but generally. I mean, we, in honesty, we we tend not to take every gig. Okay. Um, we take the gig because you know 
we, because we're not doing it to chase a dream, <laughs> we, 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 we tend to choose gigs that we know can handle us. And actually, we write, we write quite a lot of... Um, when we're writing the songs, we do try and make sure it's not everybody's not all playing at once because we kind of want to avoid that. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I think space in music is just as important as the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we try to bring some of that into it. So the answer is yes and no. Okay. Yeah. Dynamic. <laughs> cool. Okay, so um, to finish off, um, we have a um, season two of the podcast we're on now, and Jez has a regular feature, and it's called, Oh, don't the lyrics sound weird when you read them out? <laughs> I love the sound of this. Yeah. Yeah. So to finish, the, to finish the podcast, you guys can also sit with me and listen to enjoy Jez's work as he reads out famous song and the lyrics. Well, it's not that. I mean, it's a famous band. It's not one of their most famous songs. Oh, okay. But yeah, each each week I read out some lyrics, uh, and just marvel at how ridiculous they sound when you just read them out rather than sing them. So right. I'm not I'm not going to tell you who this one is and see if at the end if see who if you know. Jesse Travis. <laughs> so I try I tried to get some Travis last minute, but it's not in the, in, in the ballpark though. Here we go. Hi. Oh. Higher than the sun. You shoot Brilliant. me from a gun. I need you to elevate me here. At the corner of your lips, as the orbit of your hips. Eclipse, you elevate my soul. I've got no self-control. Digging like a mole now. <laughs> going down. Excavation. High in the sky. You make me feel like I can fly. <laughs> it's okay to flirt. Okay to flirt. There you go. I think that's enough. I think yeah. that covers it. Oh, no. I do. Yeah. Primal scream, right? No. no you too. Oh. Elevate. Oh. <laughs> Where are we getting to point? Toby, it's like, were you listening to you too when we were in Chiraca? I mean, there's a lot of shit rhymes in there that I've never before. <laughs> he didn't have the word shining or an angel anywhere, so it what could was, have been Chiraca. What was he going on about? He's going to dig in like a mole. Yeah, a mole digging in a hole, digging up my soul. Oh. <laughs> I think I mean, Mercury Red got this. away with it, but I'm not sure that did. Yeah. Don't bring yeah. the mole into it. The hole, <laughs> the hole is fine, but not the mole. The <laughs> mole. Yeah. They sound bad when they're sung, but... Re- Read out, they sound even worse. Oh. <laughs> and that is the genius of that feature. Oh. Amazing. That's a good feature, liked it. Next, liked it. do the do the jingle again, Steve. Oh, yeah. oh that lyrics sound weird when you read them out. <laughs> we haven't we haven't actually written a jingle for that yet, so um. Yeah. yeah. So Steve just said it. <laughs> you don't need one. You got one. Yeah, it's got to be in that voice. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Foul Rockstar Club podcast. Podcast that talks about music, mental health, and fashion. Um, and thank you very much. Mental health. We didn't today. No, we, no. Didn't we didn't get to that. We sometimes don't. Yeah. I was back on the second one. Yeah. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna try and get Ellie on at some point to actually talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so thank you so much, Toby and Baz from the Lamplights Club, for yeah. go joining us. Single, go and watch their video, and go and see them live when you can. Thank you for having us, gents. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. And yeah, and sorry for the listeners for the zoomness of it, but 
we were all having to deal luminosity, with this. Luminosity, I think, is the correct noun. Okay. Luminosity. <laughs> okay. See you later. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. 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 Bye.